Welcome to this week's episode of the Nerd Chatter Podcast, where typically two nerds sit down and chit-chat about nerd news. Uh, this week, Garrett's feeling a little under the weather still. Uh, I'm not feeling too great still either, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and muscle it through. Uh, he's going to sit out this week, so I'm just going to kind of do my solo quick talk here, shoot off the roundup, hit the plug, and then kind of call it a day. So, uh, as always, I like to start off the shows with the free games or heavily discounted games that I come across throughout the week. Uh, and this week, just a couple there on, on Epic Game Store until October 6th, you have Runbow, uh, which is like a multiplayer party platformer game. Uh, it's a bunch of different levels, like over a hundred little mini games that you kind of cycle through and and uh, and try to be be the last one to survive that type of situation. So that one's free on the Epic Game Store, as well as uh, the Drone Racing League Simulator, the DRL. Um, eh, it's like a fifteen dollar, twenty dollar cheap little you know flight game uh, based around the, the 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 Drone Racing League and and those little obstacle courses that they fly the drones through. So, you know, if you're into that type of thing, or if you want to want to experiment with it, it's free until October 6th as well. And also some news that squeezed out this week on Twitter. Uh, Steam did announce their upcoming sale dates. So I'm going to go ahead and rattle them off here for the autumn sale. That's November 22nd to the 29th. Uh, the winter sale will be on December 22nd to January 5th. Uh, and then the spring sale next year will be March 16th through the 29th. Uh, so like I said, Garrett is out this week. Um, I may I may try to find like a buddy or something to fill in because you know I, I like to I like to bounce off of somebody and chit chat about some of these stories and yeah you, know, you know have a good time. So uh, we may if you know one of us sits out maybe maybe pull in a friend and 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 have it kind of stay consistent to having a discussion around some of these some of these topics. But uh, this week I'm just going to do a little quick chat and rattle them off here and we did a handful of stories so not too much so uh, not too bad. Uh, the first one here, Boston Globe reports that a former head of security at eBay sentenced to five years in prison for his harassment campaign towards a blogging couple back in 2019. Uh, if you're not aware of the situation, David and Ina Steiner maintain an online shopping-focused newsletter that ran a series of critical articles related to eBay in 2019. Uh, the head of the security at time uh, at eBay, James Ball, uh, initiate a harassment campaign against the couple that consisted of a number of bizarre and threatening tactics, including uh, operating a ring of burner accounts and constantly harassing them online, uh, ended up doxing them, uh, sending porn to David's neighbors addressed in his name, uh, advertising yard sales for their address, uh, as well as mailing them live insects, uh, bloody pig masks, and literally a funeral wreath. Uh, at one point, even flying across the country to attempt to install a vehicle tracker on the car, uh, but wasn't able to do so because the car was locked in a garage. So, uh, very interesting story. I remember that one popping up uh, not too long ago, and it was just like this really weird, like, rogue security group at eBay that was just, like, crazy. Like, they were doing, like, really crazy uh, stuff to try to like intimidate people and, and kind of like, it's just like, whoa, <laughs> way out of the wheelhouse of what you would, you know, consider their, their, uh, job description. But yeah, this, this guy was like flying across the country, trying to put like trackers on cars. And it was like, um, the bloody mask was like a Halloween mask, like one of those, like, you know, just realistic, like pigs and then just covered in like fake blood. Um, the funeral wreath is, is definitely a little on the nose. So, uh, yeah, he's 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 definitely in some trouble. I think he's sentenced to five years. Um, you know, I'm not sure of the specifics about the the court hearing, but uh, yeah, he definitely uh, bit it a little bit on that one. Uh, which I mean, rightfully so. I mean, you know, you're more than more than welcome to be critical of eBay after all these years, especially with kind of how shady 
that place has become over the over the last like decade. So uh, that was an interesting story. Um, the next one here, Tesla's actual Optimus robot prototype is finally shown off. Uh, the bipedal robot managed to slowly navigate around the stage and clumsily cycle through a predetermined series of animations. Uh, the, ro the robot was slim and more realistic than any other current day robot uh, and didn't seem to require as much balance weight, uh, but the movements were still far from the satirical expectations set up at its initial announcement. So it wasn't very, you know, fluid motion like, you know, because originally they just had a guy in like a, you know, a spandex suit and that that just was up there dancing and, and doing a bunch of stupid stuff so um you know it, it it's a, it's something it, it definitely it definitely looked more human than than most of them you know um i forget what the name of them like the boston boston dynamics or whatever like the ones that jump and can like pick up things and stuff like that like they look clunky and large you could tell they have to like put weight in certain places so that this thing can stay upright um the Tesla one, it did look a little bit more human in the sense that it was standing upright. Uh, it was, you know, like you would expect a, a robot to be walking very clumsily, but um, it looked more so in the frame of like a human body and, and a lot less like clunky and weird. Uh, so that was an interesting one. Uh, the next one here, NASA's DART mission is a success. The mission to strategically impact a small asteroid to test the orbital effects of a controlled impact was uh, completed earlier this week when they managed to hit the 500 foot wide object dead on from 6.8 million miles away. Uh, observations are already underway to determine the effects of the impact and how it may help us avoid disaster in the future. So, um, I mean, I, I really should have looked up like the analogy in terms of like, you know, is it trying to hit like a grain of sand from across the country with like a, a, a 22 pistol or something like that? You know, it's like, I have no idea. Um, you know, my mind can't comprehend the, the, the sheer scale of, of that distance, but, uh, pretty impressive. Uh, there's some footage, I don't say footage, but it looked like stills of the last like few seconds of it approaching and making, making contact. And, um, there was footage from, from, you know, telescopes that, that caught the explosion and it was actually pretty dramatic. Uh, I'm not sure what, what, you know, uh, scale they were, their the images were in, but you can, you can definitely tell that there was a, an impact and, and debris being you know, you know, blasted out and stuff like that. So very cool. Uh, you know, if you're on, on Twitter or, you know, just Google it, check out some of the images with that. It's pretty interesting. Uh, the next one here, Skyrim Anniversary Edition appears on Nintendo Switch for $70. Uh, that game came out in 2011 and we pretty much all own like multiple copies of Skyrim, right? <laughs> one way or another, Skyrim has, has wiggled its way into our collection. Uh, for most gamers. Um, but yeah, $70 is a bit outrageous, uh, but it does include the DLC, like a massive amount of the DLC. Uh, it says mod content and fishing. Um, I've tried to play Skyrim multiple times, but I'm just like, I boomer my way through it and I'm just so lost that I, I give up because everybody wants to kill me. And you know, I, I pick up a broom in the wrong place and all of a sudden the town wants to just like hang me. So it's like, you know, I know it's a great game and I keep going back to it and I've messed around with mods and stuff like that, but you know, it's like $70 for a 2011 title. Come on now, relax. Um, it's just a Nintendo switch thing. It, I, I bop into the Nintendo switch store periodically to, to look around to see what's cheap, but it's not very much. Um, you know, you'll find stuff on sale from time to time, but typically it's not really the stuff that you want. Uh, and Mario stuff, Nintendo title Mario stuff, like, never goes on sale. Uh, you know, 
you can you can find some things that are like you know they they gave away the rights like the rabbids game or whatever um that'll be on sale but you know mario odyssey will never be on sale <laughs> that's just how it is um so it doesn't surprise me it's just kind of whack uh, the next one here overwatch 2 will record and transcribe all voice chat and issue bans for toxicity uh, the game will also require you to enter a phone number to play uh, it's also, uh, it'll also be heavily curated when you start, like the gameplay itself, uh, limiting the heroes and the game modes until roughly a hundred matches. If I'm, if I read that correctly, a hundred matches are played, uh, to unlock the full original roster of players that you're used to. Um, now overwatch, I think got shut down or it is getting shut down. So you can't even play that anymore. Uh, they're forcing everybody to overwatch two and, and the way that overwatch two is, it, it doesn't seem like anything is very much is different. It looks more so like they've they need an excuse to implement a bunch of like really weird specific things. Um, this might be their way of trying to like revamp it and make it like a, a completely reliable experience, like no cheaters that type of thing. But I doubt it. Um, you know, heavily 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 curate the 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 play experience for a multiplayer game, and then simultaneously. Uh, you know, the way you communicate and stuff like that, it's, it's a little weird. So, um, a lot of hype being, being kind of sucked out of the whole overwatch scene. Um, you know, not too great, not, not the best decisions being made right now, but, uh, that was a really weird one. And then having to enter the phone number, uh, you know, most likely to verify identity. It's that's, that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot, but I can see how it could be intended to like limit the amount of, of alternate accounts and, and Smurf accounts and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. You're, you're probably going to lose more people with, with this type of decision-making than anything. Twitch will be introducing pinned messages called elevated chat where a person can pay uh, to pin their comment for a, a limited amount of time. It's $5 for 30 seconds. And then it scales up to $100 for two, two and a half minutes, $100 to have your message pinned at the top of chat for two and a half minutes. I mean, as somebody who's, who's frequent in Twitch since like 2012, I mean, heavily, um, you know, I have my, I have my experience and my expectations for that platform. And it is just so far from, you know, what it used to be. And, and this is just like deplorable. This is <laughs> This is bad. You know, like that just sounds like a YouTube idea. And the fact that they're going after that is like weird. It's like typically like now we've, we've come full circle, right? it's like Twitch is now copying other people, like other platforms, uh, which is not good. That's, that's some writing on the wall right there. You take, take that, you know, it's like Twitch was the trendsetter and everybody was copying Twitch, but now, you know, Twitch is left in the position where either greed or, uh, you know, being desperate, they're, they're actually going and, and taking ideas from competing platforms that presumably have less viewership. I would assume, um, maybe not YouTube just because of how it's set up, but, uh, that one, that one threw me for a loop. It's like, wow, now, now we're, we're really out of the realm of, of what Twitch used to be, you know? So, uh, yeah, sucks. But you know, for streamers that, that like to farm chat that have the, the, the communities that that will pay just to have like you know uh, TTS and stuff like that. It's you know they'll probably do this. You know five bucks to have their message pop up there saying something stupid for thirty seconds. You know you probably rack up a good amount, and then you'll have you know the whales who will drop a hundred dollars just to say like hi or smiley face or something like that, just as a flex. So 
I don't know. It's just kind of scummy in, in regards to what it means for Twitch and, and their intention. You know, I don't, I didn't see the split. I didn't see like what they're going to be giving the creators and stuff like that. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be getting a decent chunk of that. And this is coming after them, I think, announcing 50-50 split. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Twitch is, Twitch is, is definitely on some rocky waters right now. Next one here, Stadia abruptly shuts down, doesn't tell devs or publishers, and promises to refund all customers. Uh, this one, I think, like, just, I mean, everybody kind of expected it a long time ago. Uh, and instead of announcing that they were going to be shutting down, like, slowly winding it down, whatever, uh, they kind of doubled down, and they started just kind of going back to their whole pushing their product. And this was not too long ago, within the last six months. Uh, and then just like a light switch, they decide to, to shut it down. Uh, devs didn't know. Publishers didn't know. Nobody knew. You had people who had games coming out like the following week <laughs> that they've been working on for like years, you know, like just really, really shitty move. Uh, I mean, this is this is exactly what everybody expected Google to do eventually anyways, because this is just how they treat their projects that they can't get off the ground. Um, they just ditch them and they have no, no qualms about leaving people in the dust. So, uh, that is what happened. It's just, I think more so people were surprised at the fact that it took this long. Um, but really that platform was, was cursed with, with, uh, you know, bandwidth issues and, and, and just lag, just lag in general, playing something like 2k or an FPS in general is just impossible. So. Uh, I get it, you know, if you're a novelty gamer or <laughs> it's like you don't really care about dying in a, you know, in a, in a, in a game, like, you know, maybe you're playing like Super Meat Boy or something and it's like, you'll just deal with the lag, whatever, and you just keep playing, playing over and over again. Uh, but if you're playing something like COD, it's like impossible, you know, and uh, it was an, it was a good idea. I just don't think that the technology is there and. I think that was the, the, the general idea back then too, is like, yeah, it's like, yeah, this is what everybody wants. We just can't achieve it right now. And there's no proof that we can. Uh, and even years later, we still haven't. So, uh, unfortunate, I guess, I know there's some people out there that like heav heavily rep Stadia, but it is what it is. Rip Hocus Pocus 2 producer, uh, has revealed that a Broadway adaptation is on the way. Uh, and I just recently, just yesterday, actually, with, with, the, with the wife and baby, sat down and watched Hocus Pocus 2. And, um, you know, for what it was, it was a good movie. We were supposed to do a, a, a Halloween review for it, um, but with Garrett sick, we're not going to be recording today. Um, it's intended to kind of put it aside so that we can have it for the end of the month. I'll be out of town and also have my, my, my teeth ripped out, uh, my wisdom teeth ripped out here in the next couple weeks. So... Uh, I'll be pretty, pretty toasted for, you know, mid, mid October to like the first week of November. Um, so yeah, we were going to have a, a fill in episode, uh, kind of a review and talking about these two movies. So, uh, we may still try to do that. I'm not sure how the, how the schedules will line up, but, um, you know, I sat down and watched it yesterday just in case. And, and, you know, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I think, I think it's. It's a little more polished, and 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 you know I, I I watched a review yesterday actually I forget I forget who from but uh, they were just talking about how like risque and like adult the original movie was and it was uh, and I I told I told uh, my wife it was like you know those movies had like that that remnants of the eighties you know like uh, the don't give a shit nineties type mentality where they can just kind of <laughs> they talk and make talk about whatever they want and make whatever references they want and 
tongue in cheek and to be honest, I mean, it worked, right? Like it's like I'm, the parents watching it with the kids understood, but us as kids never got those references. And it's not like we, we really asked. So, I mean, looking back, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with like those movies, you know, the, the bubble, bubble, I'm in trouble, you know, that type of stuff, the bus driver and the, 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 the husband, <laughs> you know, like the, the, with the, the Halloween party and stuff like that. It's like, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, it, it was definitely a little bit less risque on this newer one. Um, a little preachy at times, but all in all, like, you know, the acting was pretty good and, and, and I think it, it lived up to its original film and, and I think her name's Sarah Jessica Parker, right? Um, definitely can't play that like ditzy role that she played back in the day. So, uh, it's a, you know, it, it was, it was okay. I, I give it like a seven. The original's still like, you know, goat. So, um, to hear that they're going to be moving this to Broadway, which, you know, it's, that'd be pretty neat. It's not, it's not something that, you know, it's like Book of Mormon was, was a, a Broadway show where it was like, damn, I wish I could fly to like New York to go and watch that, you know? Um, probably not going to get that from Hocus Pocus. <laughs> not sure if they're going to, if, if they're going to draw on that type of crowd, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it definitely fits. I think that'd be fun, you know, have some people flying around on brooms on stage, uh, you know, it'd probably be for a good time. Uh, the next one here, uh, this one's super interesting actually, because I, I definitely want to, want to partake myself, but a new docuseries premiering on October 12th about the nineties children's mascot, Barney called, I love you, you hate me and the absurd and sadistic underbelly of the show's popularity. Um, it's definitely one of those like gritty, like documentaries and it's like shot, like, you know, like it's, it's around a murder, you know, like it's a very like dark shot documentary. Um, but it's about like, just, you know, Twitter just ex exasperated the issue, but, uh, and Reddit and stuff like that. But even back then, like people were just crazy for no reason, you know, like coming up with, with random, you know, fanfic and, and and theories and, and conspiracies uh, that it's, it's, it's not really a person under the suit or, or the person in there has like hides drugs or, you know, like it's it, just all these crazy rumors that people would, would, would circulate and then it leading to actual dangerous stuff. Um, much like anything else in current day entertainment, unfortunately, but yeah, an interesting, interesting uh, docu-series coming up on that on October 12th. Well, I, I have the, the, the YouTube link down in the description if you want to watch the trailer, but, uh, it's going to be juicy. It's going to be juicy. I forget what that's on. I think it's like on Peacock or something like that, but, uh, definitely check out the trailer. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken at the end, they mentioned a murder. I didn't look into the stories revolving around Barney, but, uh, you know, if there's some like creepy stuff going on, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to get on that, especially for like the spooky season, you know? Next one here, Trevor Noah has announced he will be leaving The Daily Show after nearly eight years hosting uh, the show after Jon Stewart departed in 2015. Um, I really liked it when Jon Stewart was on. I never got into it with Trevor Noah. Um, I it definitely didn't land with me in regards to like the humor and stuff like that. And and even the way he kind of like interviewed people and stuff. You know, Jon Stewart had a very like particular style that, that like made that show and uh, when he left and, and kind of went like hardcore now he's like just brooding and pissed off at everything. But, um, you know, you know, we'll see if they, if they continue the show or if they're going to fill in the spot. Um, I'm sure by this point, there's a plethora of people that, that would 
probably suit that role better than Trevor Noah, to be honest, in my personal opinion. But uh, I think he said he wants he misses traveling and misses like meeting people and learning new languages and doing shows or something. Uh, so he's going to be uh, be going back to what he used to do and, and enjoying life. So uh, best of luck to him. And next up here, Xbox and PlayStation controller configurations have shown up in the latest Dragonflight beta build for World of Warcraft. Uh, no announcements from Blizzard or anything like that, but uh, it does seem that some some controller support has wiggled its way into the most recent build of, of WoW. That's a, that's a weird game to just throw on controller, right? But uh, really, if it's if it's kind of like um, it's hinting at some future console support, I mean, eh, that does open the door for quite a quite a number of new players uh, and a different demographic. So. Uh, you know, this this might be a Microsoft thing. This might just be some random testing thing. This might just be some experimental thing. Who knows? But uh, that is some news that's squeezed out in the WoW community this week. And coming from Marvel, Armor War is no longer a limited series and will now be a full-length film. Uh, no word as to whether it will be a Disney Plus movie or a theatrical release. Uh, and then kind of more talk of, of the Frank Castle war machine uh, in the fandoms uh, circulating, which, I mean... I, I know I'm not the only person that, that talked about that. I mean, I've been talking about that for months on here. Um, it's kind of a given, especially with, with that movie coming up or that series, originally perceived series uh, coming up, introducing the character. There's some, some, some rumors going around that he's going to make an appearance in Echo, uh, which, you know, would allow him to be Punisher for a little bit normal and then kind of transition into, you know, the, the, the War Machine Punisher. But... Uh, you know that could be a thing. Um, it's it's something that I want to see. I think I think that that particular actor is very good. I think that that version of the character is very good. Um, you know, to me personally, I think it's probably one of the better ones. Um, the early two thousands was not bad for sure, but uh, I do like the gritty nature of the of the Netflix series. It was it was acted and just performed very well. So uh, to kind of see him brought in would be nice, and then kind of put him in a suit would be sick. Uh, mainly because Rhodey to me is kind of just like a dud character by this point and uh, to spice you know War Machine up a little bit put him in the suit at least temporarily would be nice um, but yeah it, now you're starting to see more people talk about that War Machine that that, that Frank Castle War Machine uh, and I'm all for it but I'm not sure what this what this really means I'm not sure if it was like a decision like Disney's or Marvel's looking at the Disney plus stuff and being like damn it's not being received very well you know and it's really gonna like dampen the impact of this of this series you know a, a lot more so than we intended if we go the route as all the other stuff that's kind of bombing right now uh, or you know maybe they're just not committing to it as much because i mean that's actually making a movie is actually a lot less content you're going to get out of the storytelling and, and world building and stuff like that so uh, i don't know whether or not they're minimizing right the story that they're telling or if they're like optimizing it i i, I honestly can't tell with this particular move but um you know my just my hopes and with the whole punisher thing uh, that's that's what i'm that's what i'm looking for other than that i really couldn't care uh, any less about armor wars to be honest but uh you know I'm, I'm still looking for some decent movies to come out of of phase four i think that's actually a phase five if i'm not mistaken but um but you know phase four is definitely letting me down quite a bit um i've, I've caught up pretty pretty much on on all the the marvel stuff she hulk and all that uh not miss marvel um but everything else thor love and thunder and all that 
it's a bit rough. Mom was really good, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Um, I, I like that. It's a Raimi film, so I was bound to like that. Uh, but everything else is kind of a dud. It's actually kind of scary by this point because we have no idea where it's going to go. But, uh, you know, hopefully this this is a nice setup for some future films in five in phase five and phase six. Uh, and we can get some uh, some nice sound off because the the way that this phase is starting off, it's definitely not comparable to phase one. So now next up here, somewhat anticipated open seas pirate game Skull and Bones has been delayed again. After being announced for a fall 2018 release, the Ubisoft Sea of Thieves ripoff has received its most recent delay less than two months before its release. Um, the game looked okay. Um, I mean, I've played Sea of Thieves, you know, uh, you have um, Black Flag, right? Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, Atlas. I played, played the hell out of Atlas for a little while there, hoping that it would get better and it didn't. Um, Sea of Thieves is still the best, you know, it's a little cartoony and, and, and not as hardcore. This seems like it would be a little bit more mature, uh, different gun variety, different battles, you know, different focus. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the game where it's like you pull up to the coast and you can just farm trees from the boat and very strange, um, you know, it would be a game that I would try, but I definitely would not pay full, full boat for it. Uh, especially since Sea of Thieves isn't a full book game. So, um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if there's anybody out there anticipating this game, then, you know, it sucks. But, I mean, other than that, it's just kind of what you expect from Ubisoft at this point, right? And we just got a couple more here. Uh, Blade's director, Bassam Tariq, abruptly leaves the project. Uh, no new director announced, uh, but he will stay on as an executive producer role. Um, he just kind of said, you know, best wishes to the, to the new director. Uh, no idea as to whether or not Marvel cut him. Might be some some creative differences, uh, you know, maybe just maybe it's a little bit too much like Eternals. Uh, the, the I forget the lady's name that, that directed Eternals, but she had a very artsy feel. The, the the movies that she did prior, and it's like you watch that film, and it's like why is why is this movie like this? You know, why is it so not like Marvel? It feels kind of like a DC film, you know. Um, then you find out that this is like the most out there artsy director that, that DC or Marvel has chosen, you know, um, and it shows. And, you know, maybe in this particular case, I forgot what this, I, I should have this written down, but this particular uh, director, um, Bassam Tariq, he, he directed something else that was fairly popular, but also not within the, the Marvel wheelhouse, you know, um, I think you do well with, with movies like Spider-Man, you know, the far from home and, and no way home, stuff like that, because it's just a, a, a cookie cutter Hollywood director who will give you what you want. Uh, you know, is a notable name, uh, consistent style and can just get the job done. Um, whenever they experiment with these more artsy and, and, you know, respectfully, so more artsy directors, uh, they lose touch with kind of the the, the tongue-in-cheek nature of, of Marvel and, and just comic book movies in general. So, um, you know, whether or not it was creative differences or maybe it was um, Mahershala Ali, like whether or not like it just wasn't being done to his standards. Because, I mean, if he wants it done, you know, in, in, in kind of respects to Wesley Snipes or a little bit more... Or a little bit more in the 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 Marvel like wheelhouse, and and the director is kind of pushing for like really low action, boring and and, and moody type of movie. Uh, maybe there was a clash there. Uh, maybe that was with the the execs. Maybe that was with 
uh, the DP, you know, maybe there was just, maybe he wanted it too over the top, like a Taika Waititi type thing, you know? Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe we'll find out some more information. But uh, as in regard in regards to Blade, it is kind of set in stone. And, you know, they're they're not too far away from, from filming. And, uh, you know, where, where it's going to go from here, you know, whether or not they're going to have a writer come in. Uh, I saw a fake article about about Sam Raimi doing it. And the more I thought about it, I mean, that would be awesome. It'd be something that I'd love to see and allow him to kind of flex his, his, you know, uh, horror muscle a little bit more. Uh, he'd still work within the Marvel uh, machine, but you know, he wants, he, it's his thing. Evil dead. It's just, that's his thing. Uh, let him, let him stretch his wings a little bit and, and get out there and, and make some good stuff. Uh, I think, I think he'd be a good director for Blade personally. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, hopefully some upcoming information on that one. Uh, then lastly here, uh, I'm sure everybody knows by this point, but Ryan Reynolds releases two trailers. Uh, first with him sitting on a couch talking about his lack of ideas for Deadpool 3. Uh, and then, you know, in his introduction to the MCU and then in the background, uh, you know, you have Hugh Jackman kind of responding to something he says. I'm not going to kind of spoil it. It's not really a spoil, but I'll have them linked down below and you can kind of see the little gag they got going on. But, um, when I first saw that one, I told the chick, I was like, yeah, I was like, I wouldn't put it past him to where it's like, literally he just has like a Wolverine, uh, action figure, like in his pocket, sticking out the entire movie. And that's his Hugh Jackman, like cameo. But, uh, no, they followed it up with, um, like Hugh actually sitting there and, and discussing, uh, you know, with him, it was a trolley thing, but he was actually sitting there and talking like, yeah, I'm going to be in it and blah, blah, blah. And it's not. You know, it doesn't take place. It doesn't affect Logan. It doesn't, you know, he still died then and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of just, I think they played Jitterbug <laughs> over their conversation of them talking about the story, which they don't have anything for, but uh, they have kind of, they have kind of confirmed that, that Hugh Jackman is going to be making a return. So my speculation, uh, you know, they're going to have, they're going to have some hop, right? Some, uh, some multiverse of madness related type of, you know, uh, dimensional hop and Logan is probably going to get sucked in with them. And, um, you know, maybe Deadpool doesn't have anything to like stick around for. Like maybe his, I forget what happened to his, his wife or whatever. Um, but you know, maybe he's, he just has nothing to return to and he wants to like hang out with all the boys. He likes this new world and stuff, you know? Uh, and then Logan is like, no, I got shit to do. And then he goes back. Uh, I'm speculating it's going to be something like that. And then when he goes back, it just, things happen from there and it leads into Logan years later. So, you know, there's, there's some room there. I mean, you can definitely do something with that. Um, I just, I, I, I want them to limit the amount of times that they're, that they're clashing between two different variations. Cause like if they do read Richards and he's not Krasinski, it's just going to feel weird mainly because it's like you have all these Dr. Stranges and they're all the same, you know, setting that up in my mind. And then, and then all of a sudden having different versions of the same character, um, they kind of fumbled that one. They really should have had like that Tom Cruise cameo or some other Dr. Strange to warm you up to the idea of different people. You know, it's like the same person, but they look different. They act different. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, a different person was put in that place. So it's like, it's believable that it's a different actor playing that same character, just in a different dimension. But, 
with all of the Doctor Stranges, for me personally, it just kind of solidified that it's like you just have different versions of the same Doctor Strange, you know. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to do it, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, you know, no shade, but Hugh Jackman definitely does not look like the young tyke that he was uh, when he was bursting out of water tanks with, you know, muscles rupturing from his muscles. Um, but, you know, they, they might have that where it's it's a little bit later, It's but it's before uh, the Logan incident. incident you know, the whole um, Professor X, you know, melting everybody's brain type thing. But you know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. I'm down. I just I just want Deadpool in there. I think it'll be fun. It'll just be like a you know a decent little transition if they can kind of make it nice and tongue in cheek, and get Hugh Jackman kind of back out of the world at the end of it. So uh, I'm open for it. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, but I'll have both of those YouTube videos linked down there below. So that is it for this week's show. It's uh, nice and nice and quick. Um, I had a couple stories that I wanted to like chit chat about, but it's not it's not something I can really rattle off uh, solo. Um, like the story about the Final Destination directors getting the job by faking their deaths on a Zoom call with the execs. Um, been a funny story to go over, but it's just not really something I can tell by myself and just have like a pause, you know, for, for laughter. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, you know, there, there's a couple stories that, that I skipped over, but if you head on over to our Twitter, uh, you can definitely find uh, those those stories and, and things uh, shared there. That's kind of where we gather up all the stories for the show. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and Facebook. It's at Nerd Chatter Show. Uh, you can find all the episodes of the Nerd Chatter Podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and pretty much anywhere else. Uh, if you're interested in becoming part of the community, you can join our Discord or head on over to our Patreon where we have Patreon-specific content for our supporters. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, we have the links down in the description. Uh, if you're listening to, to us on any of the podcast platforms, just head on over to our nerdchatter.com website and you can get whatever your links uh, whatever links you need there so so yeah i'm gonna call it there and uh we will see you back next week um really i mean i got my my like i mentioned earlier my wisdom teeth being pulled here upcoming week or two or a couple weeks uh that is gonna put me out of commission pretty good uh, we'll see what i can do and, and and how soon i can do it but you know not too long after that surgery i'll be heading to florida for for disney world for the halloween uh, event and all that so uh gonna be a little shoddy here in the next few weeks um but it is what it is uh garrett might have to do a solo show or we might have to have a, a week or two where we just don't have shows uh today was was supposed to be recording for the halloween show preemptively so that i can have it set up and ready uh for release on halloween but uh, with garrett being sick we're not gonna be able to do it uh, i might have an opportunity to, to squeeze it out next week after our show uh, but anytime after that, we're just not going to be able to, to do it because I'll be pretty messed up. So uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, follow us on Twitter uh, if you need any updates and all that good stuff. All right, guys, I'm out.